0: Sign Chapter 36 Wonderful Stories of 1. Two Goa Gentlemen 2. Mrs. Aurangabadkar This chapter relates the wonderful stories of two gentlemen from Goa and Mrs. Aurangabadkar of Solapur. Two Gentlemen Once, two gentlemen came from Goa for taking Darshan of Sai Baba and prostrated themselves before him. Though both came together, Baba asked only one of them to give him rupees 15 as Dakshina, which was paid willingly. The other men voluntarily offered rupees 35, which was rejected by Baba, to the astonishment of all. Shama, who was present, asked Baba, What is this? Both came together, one dakshina you accept, the other ones, though voluntary, paid, you refuse. Why this discrimination? Baba replied, Shama, you know nothing. I take nothing from anybody. The masjid mia, the presiding deity of masjid, calls for the debt. The donor pays it and becomes free. Have I any home, property, or family to look after? I require nothing. I am ever free. That enmity and murder have to be atoned for, as there is no escape from them. Baba then continued in his characteristic way as follows. At first, he was a poor and took a vow to his God that he would pay his first month's salary if he got a job. He got one for rupees 15 per month. Then his daily got promotions from rupees 15, he got rupees 30, 60, 100, 200 and ultimately 700 per month. But in his prosperity, he forgot completely the vow he took. The force of his karma has driven him here and I asked the amount rupees 15 from him as Dakshina. Another story. While wandering by the seaside, I came to a huge mansion that, and sat in its veranda. The Brahmin owner gave me a good reception and fed me sumptuously. sumptuously. He showed me a neat and a clean pa- place near cupboard for sleeping. I slept there. While I was sound asleep, The man removed a lead ride slab and broke the wall, crept in and scissored off all the money from my pocket. When I woke up, I found that rupees 30,000 were stolen. I was greatly distressed and sat weeping and mourning. The money was in currency note and I thought that the Brahmin had stolen it. I lost all interest in food and drink and sat for fortnight in veranda, bemoaning my loss. After the fortnight was over, a passing fakir saw me crying and made inquiries regarding the cause of my sorrow. I told him everything. He said, ''If you act according to my bidding, you will recover your money. Go to a fakir. I shall give his whereabouts. Surrender yourself to him. He will get your money back. In the meanwhile, give up your favourite food till you recover your money. I followed Fakir's advice and got my money. Then I went to the seashore where a steamer was standing, but I could not get into it as it was overcrowded. There was a good-natured pune interceded for me and I got in luckily. That brought me to another shore from where I caught a train and came to the Masjid Mia. My. The story finished, Baba asked Shama to take the guest and arrange for their feeding. Then Shama took them home and fed them. At dinner, Shama said to the guests that Baba's story was rather mysterious as he had never gone to the seaside, never had any money like rupees 30,000, never travelled, never lost any money and never recovered it and inquired from them whether they understood and caught any significance. The guests were deeply moved and were shedding tears. In a choked voice, they said that Baba was omniscient, infinite, the Supreme One, Brahma, without a second. The story he gave out is exactly our story. What he spoke has already taken place in our case. How he knew this is a wonder of wonders. We shall give all the details after the meals. Then, after the meals, while they were chewing bitter leaves, the guests began to tell the, their stories. One of them said, A hill station on the Ghat is my native place. I went to Goa to earn my living by securing a job. I took a vow to God Dutta that if I got a job, I would offer him my first month's salary. By his grace, I got a job of rupees 15. Then I got promotions as described by Baba. I did forget all my vow. Baba had just reminded me of it in this way and recovered rupees 15 from me. It is not the Dakshina as one may think it to be, but a repayment of the old debt and fulfillment of long-forgotten vow. Moral In fact, Baba never begged for any money nor allowed his bhaktas to beg. He regarded money as a danger or a bar of a spiritual progress and did not allow his bhaktas to follow into its clutches. Bhagat Mahal's is an instance on this point. He was very poor and could hardly make both ends meet. Baba never allowed him to make any money nor gave him anything from Dakshina collection. Once a kind and liberal merchant named Hansraj gave a large amount of money to Mahaspati in Baba's presence, but Baba did not permit him to accept it. Then the second guest began his tale. My Brahmin cook was serving me faithfully for thirty-five years. Unfortunately, he fell into bad ways. His mind changed and he robbed me of my treasure. By removing a lettered slab from my wall from my cupboard is fixed. He came in a while where all were deep sleep and carried away all my accumulated wealth, rupees 30,000 in currency notes. I not know how Baba mentioned the exact amount. I sat crying day and night my inquiries came to nothing. I spent a fortnight in a great anxiety. As I sat on the veranda, sad and dejected, a passing fakir saw my condition and inquired of its cause. And I told him all about it. He told me that an avalia saint by name Sai lives in Shedi, Kapurgaon Taluka. Make a vow to him, give up any food that you like best and say to him mentally, that I have given up eating that food till I take your Darshan. Then I took the vow, gave up eating rice and said, Baba, I will eat after recovering my property and after taking your Darshan. Fifteen days passed after this. The Brahmin of his own accord came to me, returned my money, apologized, saying, I went mad and acted thus. I now place my head on your feet please forgive me thus everything ended well the fakir that met me and helped me was not seen again an intense desire to see baba sai baba whom the fakir pointed out to me arose in my mind i thought that the fakir who came all the way to my house was no other than sai baba would he who saw me and helped me to get my lost money Ever covet rupees 35? On the contrary, without expecting anything from us, he always leads us on the path of spiritual progress. I was overjoyed when I recovered my stolen property and being ignorant, I forgot all about my vow. Then when I was at Kholaba, one night I saw Sai Baba in my dream. This reminded me of my promised visit to Shirdi. I went to Goa from there, wanted to start for Shirdi by taking a steamer to Mumbai en route. But when I came to the harbour, I found that the steamer was crowded and there was no place. The captain did not allow me, but on the intercession of a Pune who was a stranger to me, I was allowed to get into the steamer which brought me to Mumbai. From there, I came by train. Surely, I think... Baba is all-pervading and all-knowing. What are we and where is our own? How fortunate we are that Baba got our money back and drew us here to Himself. Shirdi folks must be infinitely superior and more fortunate than we. For Baba has played, laughed, talked and lived with you for so many years. I think that your store of good merits must be infinite. Sai is our Datta, Lord Dattatre. He gave me a seat in the steamer and brought me here, and thus gave proof of his omniscience and omnipotence. Mrs. Aurangabadkar A lady from Solapur, the wife of Sakharam Aurangabadkar, had no issue during the long period of twenty-seven years. She had made a number of vows to God and Goddess for an issue but was not successful. She then became almost hopeless. To make a last attempt in this matter, she came to Shirdi with her stepson Vishwanath and stayed there for two months serving Baba. Whenever she went to the masjid, she found Baba surrounded by devotees. She wanted to see Baba alone, fell at his feet, and open her heart and pray for an issue. But she did not get any suitable opportunity. Ultimately, she requested Shama to intercede with Baba for her when he was alone. Shama said to her Baba that Baba's Darbar was open. Still, he would try for her and that Lord might bless her. He asked her to sit ready with the coconut and jaw sticks in the open courtyard at the the time of Baba's meals and then when he beckoned to her she should come up. One day after dinner when Shama was wiping Baba's wet hands with towel, the latter pinched Shama's cheek. Shama fainted with anger and said, ''Deva, is it proper for you to pinch me like this? We don't want such mischievous God who pinches us thus.'' Are we your dependent? Is this the fruit of our intimacy? Baba replied, "Oh, Shama, during the 72 generations that you are with me, I never pinched you till now. Now you resent my touching you? Shama replied, I want a God who will always love us and gives us new dishes to eat. We do not want any reward from you or heaven etc., let our faith unto your feet be ever awake. Baba Yes, I have indeed come for that. I've been feeding and nursing you, and have got love and affection for you. Then Baba went up and took his seat. Shama beckoned to the lady. She came up, bowed down to down, and presented the coconut joystick. Baba shook the coconut, which was very dry. The kernel within rolled and made a noise. Baba said, Shama, this is rolling. See what it says. Shama, the woman prays that her child should similarly roll in her womb. So please give her the coconut with her blessing. Baba, will the coconut give her any issue? How foolish people are to fancy such things. Shama, I know the power of your words and blessings. Your word will give her a series of children. You are wrangling and not giving real blessings. The parley went on for a while. Baba repeatedly ordered to break the coconut and Shama pleaded for the gift of the entire fruit to the lady. Finally, Baba yielded and said, She will have an issue. When? asked Shama. In twelve months was the reply. At this, the coconut was broken into two parts. One was eaten by the two, the other was given to the lady. Then Shana Shama turned up to the lady and said, Dear lady, you are the witness to my words. If within twelve months you do not get any issue, I will break a coconut against this Deva's head and drive him out of this masjid. If I fail in this... I will not call myself Madhav. You will soon realize what I say. She delivered a son in years time and the son was brought to Baba in his fifth month. The couple, both husband and wife, prostrated themselves before Baba and grateful father, Mr. Aurangabadkar, paid a sum of rupees 500 which was spent in cost- constructing a shade for Baba's horse Shamkarna. Bow to Sri Sang, Peace to all, Jai Sang.